my name is James Rowlands, and I am a lifelong wrestling fan. In 2015, I started a podcast with my friend, Dan White. Oh, shit. With my friend. I was live anyway, so there's nothing we could do. I fucked up already. <laughs> there we go. A great start to the show, Dan, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, in 2015, I started a podcast with my friend. Dan White. <laughs> where we watched the W Network to find out if it's worth the $9.99 a month. It was. And since then, every week of the WNL podcast, we watch the latest W pay-per-views, NXT and 205 Live. While I still continue our journey through the network and watching WF, WCW and ECW on our timeline. Until we've watched everything, we are with you and we are the WNR. Yes. Hello, I am James Rollins, and as you can tell, we are live. And as always, I'm joined by... Dan White. See, I didn't say your name that time. You see what happened there? Yeah. Well, I've only had two uh, two things to say, and both of them have been my name, so I can't f- fudge it up. You can't fudge, fudge it up, up yet. Yeah. But it is the greatest podcast of all time, or not. It is the greatest podcast of all time, and it is the WNR 100. Hello and welcome to the WE Network Review. Hello and welcome to the WE Network Review. Hello and welcome to the WNR Podcast. Hello and welcome to the WNR Podcast. joined by my two friends, Dan White and Dwayne. My name's James Jones, as always I'm joined by Dan White and Jared Gawler. My name's James Rollins and as always I'm joined by Dan White. I am James Rollins and as always I'm joined by Dan White. Brand new podcast reviewing the WWE Network. It's episode 25 and it's episode 50 today. And it is a very special episode today because it is episode 75 and it is episode 99 today. Moment, which is NXT from this week. I've just shown Jay's Joe's debut against Scott Dawson. NXT. Well, Joe's gonna kill him. Don't tap out, Metalli. Come on, son. You can do this for the 311 Club. Ah, oh, you let me down, son. But well done to my number one pick, TJP, and new <laughs> cruiserweight champion. Yes, <laughs> and also the winner of the CWC tournament. Well, and it's the first episode of 205 Live, so it is on the WWE Network, so we are going to watch it right now. Yeah. 
Have you got Ty Dillinger? Read it. Ty Dillinger is here at the Royal Rumble. The I called it. Yeah, but the perfect tent. My man, I'm so glad you yeah, know. I called it. To see him here. Hear voices, my son. Hear voices. Said Randy Orton, Dan. Boom! RKO. Throw him out. Oh, yes! Man. Yes! Hear <laughs> <Happy> voices. <laughs> Well, it needs a serious trouble. Another DDT now. Oh. Hits it. Rude. Going for the cover. One, two, three. Bobby Rude has become the NXT champion. Tonight, destiny is made. And Bobby Rude has done it. Well, Dan, it's been quite a journey, hasn't it, really? Yes, it has been a very emotional journey going back through the past 99 other episodes that we've done and, you know, hearing where we come from and what we've come to. Yeah, no, it really is. And, it, you know, it does bring a Ah, as you, you listen back to it, you realise all the memories. But, of course, what's coming up in this episode, uh, we're going to, of course, have the uh, retrospective look back. We'll talk about from episode one through to now 100 and of course Dan towards the next 100 as well you know um, also we'll have some games games I hear you say uh, what what games are, are they going to have Dan what games can they expect for us to play I mean all the old ones are back now aren't they uh, yeah we're going to pull back a few of the old classics we've got Dead or Alive we've got Elephant or F1 yeah <laughs> and of course an old school favourite Paul or Wrestling hey, so we're going to have all of them. Anybody who's never listened to the games before, we can always explain, of course. Um, so we're going to start off, of course, later on. We won't get this straight away, but we have got a competition coming up because uh, recently I had a delivery, well, today, right on our two-year anniversary, I should say. Oh, May the 4th be with you, Dan. I've had... Yes, May the 4th be with everybody listening. Of course, it is a dub in our podcast birthday as well. But, yeah, we had some T-shirts, thanks to Muckleprint. And uh, we got them in. And Dan, what do you think they look like? I mean, explain them to the listener. What they, how cool are they? Oh, they're brilliant. Yeah, you know, we've got a polo shirt with top quality stitching. And also we've got a few normal T-shirts with the logo on the front as well. Yes, and you lucky listener, you could win one of these T-shirts. We're going to have a competition. Uh, should, we do, should we get a competition? Should we do it now, Dan? Should we get it? Get it done out the way and then what we'll move What if they on. just go for the competition and stop listening? I oh, know, exactly. Right, we'll hold it We'll hold it towards the end then. We'll come back. Um, but we'll, of course, we'll pick one and then somebody will win a T-shirt. But we'll come back to that. So let's start off with a game, Dan. And it's been a long time, but why don't you play Elephant or F1, all right? Well, explain to people, maybe, never listen to the game, what the game is. Uh, well, I'll just make a noise and it's either an elephant or me and Yes, but because you're doing the impersonations, this is a one-player game at the moment. And then, because uh, Dead or Alive is another one-player game, you'll be playing that later. So it's just me. And uh, we'll do best of three, I think. It's fair, isn't it? You know, yeah, you do, do, do best of three. Do three, and then we'll see how we go. Well, so I've got L and F1 written on cards in front of me, which have been lovingly prepared by yourself. Yes. And, yeah, so the first one is... <laughs> oh. That's difficult because to begin with, I did think F1, but then I think it 
turned into an elephant or was it just the f1 car going around the corner i'm saying f1 dan what is it it was oh okay but still got a couple of attempts though to get into it we've still got a couple of attempts my sister finally tuning in now hopefully she's listening i give her a shout hello sarah we're doing it live we're of course hashtag wna 100 people listen on twitter we're on facebook as well google plus the ww network review and contact us let us know what you think of us <laughs> well maybe not in that context but you know let us know what you think of uh, everything we talk about and we'd we love to uh read out some comments as well you know but anyway we've been elephant or f1 let's get back to the game so uh, I'm I'm one nil down, but Dan, next one, can I pull it back? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is that's that's an F1 car. That is indeed. Yes. So one each. Here we go. One one. Right, Dan. I'm ready for your last impersonation. Please, is it elephant or F1 car? <laughs> This, this is different. I can I can feel the suspense. I'm sh- I haven't got any uh, suspenseful music, but um, I'm gonna say elephant. It was F1. Cardigan. Oh, so I lose the first game. Down was the first many games. Two one to him, but oh well. So anyway, let's continue with some of the showdown because <laughs> that's what we're here to do. Um, let me just take a quick drink. Dan, do you want to introduce the next segment? Well. What did other shows do when they got to 100 episodes? Uh, the first one is obviously the house show, and that is Raw. Yes. So what did Raw get up to when it was 100? Well, Raw 100, it was February 27th, 1995, and uh, it was McMahon and Jim Cornette on commentary. Of course, Jim Cornette's come back in the Hall of Fame most recently. Uh, and we had these great matches now. Are you ready for these huge main event matches? You had Lex Luger versus Tatanka, which... On that time, not a bad match. Yeah. Uh, Owen Hart versus Larry, Larry Santo. Yes. Who is Larry Santo? Uh, he's just a, a kind of jobber. They had it on Raw and um, they had it on Raw and they said that uh, they just used jobbers because the next match is Doink versus uh, Bob Cook as well. So another local talent. Yeah, another local talent. Uh, and of course, we had uh, Carb versus Ken Raper, Dan. Well, that sounds like an interesting name. Yeah, Ken Raper. No, he didn't touch it. So, we move on. And, uh, well, uh, Smackdown, well, that was a bit later on because, obviously, Raw started off before Smackdown. And that was July the 18th, 2001. And, funnily enough, it was a Smackdown before Invasion. And it was Cole and good old JR on commentary. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, we, we start that one with one of my favourite promos as well. Uh, it's a week to go before Invasion, and the WWF needed the old Stone Cold back. It was the man saying, we need the old Stone Cold, I don't take no. And the music to go with it oh, oh, is awesome as well. I've got the hairs on my, uh, you know, the, the hairs stand up on my arms. <laughs> and uh, Austin, of course, come around stunnering everyone in sight. But the matches, what were the matches that happened on SmackDown? Uh, you had DDP against Y2J. It's... You can see the theme. It is WCW versus yeah. WWE or WWF as it was back then. Uh, you had Lance Storm versus Christian. You had the Dudleys and Taz versus Taker, Kane and Tajiri. You had Brad Shaw against Sean O'Hare. You had Tory versus Trish. 
Jeff Hardy and X-Pac against RVD and Billy Kidman. And Booker T and Rhino against Austin and Angle. Oh, wow. Rhino went from teaming up with Booker against Austin and Angle to teaming up with Heath Slater. But, yeah, Hardy and X-Pac shoved together the team with RVD and Kidman. I mean, RVD and Kidman don't sound like a bad tag team, actually, do they? No, you know? well, Jeff Hardy and X-Pac sounds quite <laughs> a good tag team as well. Yeah. Uh, so that's that SmackDown, because they didn't really celebrate the 100. It was more, you know, like, like you coming up. And, of course, WSW 100, or the Nitro, We'll be watching it in August on another episode of WWE versus WCW, the Monday Night Wars. But what about ECW, Dan? Uh, ECW Hardcore TV. It was March the 21st, 1995. Had Ron Simmons going against Hack Myers. So you had both members of APA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In 100 episodes. Of <laughs> different shows, but uh, Dean Blanco against two. Yeah. You had Funk and Foley promos, which you know, everyone knows the history between them two. Yeah, no, no, it's brilliant. Especially in 95, like, they were feuding in Japan and America at the same time as well. And it, it, exactly, it was just, it felt special. And the really strong stuff on ECW, and I think it had the best in Rings as well. But another one we, we found in the WWE Network, Dan, what was that? Uh, 100 it's episodes. The WWE Main Event 100. And you know, yeah, there was a, I think the main event was probably the better of the. Had RVD versus Rollins, which sounds awesome. That, that's actually that very soon. yeah, no, that's very good. Yeah, uh, <laughs> had Axel versus Adam Rose, yeah. and Goldust and Stardust against Los Matadores. Yeah, so uh, not too bad. And then, of course, the main event is still going on as well. They've cancelled superstars on the network, but all these are programs you can see on the WWE Network, of course, and NXT. As we know, it started with NXT 122 because before that they were doing a weekly show where they were doing a task with each other. and you know. So if we go to episode 222, then that should be 100, right? It's a bit confusing, that. Yeah, I know. Anyway, so Natalia versus Banks, Neville versus Kurt Hawkins, and it was it Believe or Bo Leave, and Bo Dallas has to win or go home against Big E, and unfortunately couldn't get the job done, you know? So, um, Dan, do you want to play our next game? Are you ready for our next game? Uh, yes. Okay, so let's play. As I take a quick drink, we're going to play Dead or Alive. So this is the game I came up with. So what it is, basically you get three attempts like I did with Elephant at Record. I'm going to say three wrestlers, and you have to tell me if they're dead or alive. Okay. Nice and morbid. No, 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 no. I'm going to give you three, and you have to pick which one is dead and which two are alive. Okay, so I'm going to okay, give so you... one of them out of the three is one dead. One of them out of the three is dead, okay? So the first three, you've got to tell me. So we've got Ric Flair, Bruno Sammartino, or Superstar Billy Graham? Um, well, Ric Flair, he should be dead because he's <laughs> old enough, but I'm going to go with Bruno Sammartino. Oh, you're saying he's dead? He's dead. No, unfortunately, he's alive. So, you you were close, but you don't get a point for that one. Yeah, Superstar Billy Graham, unfortunately, leaving us. Unless he's not, he's going to email me really pissed off. <laughs> Contact us at WNRpodcast at gmail.com. Superstar Billy Graham. All right, next one. Uh, so, we've got X-Puck. We've got Val Venus or Chris Benoit. <laughs> well, well, even though he is very much alive in my heart, it is Chris Benoit. Uh, yeah, no, you get the point. 
right. So, another round still. Another round. <clears throat> so, dead or alive? Three wrestlers? Quite easy, this one. Chris Jericho? Yep. Stevie Richards? Or Eddie Guerrero? Uh, of course, that is Eddie Guerrero. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. I'm not making it too easy for you, am I? <laughs> nah. Stevie Richards is a close call. His yes. career is pretty much dead. Yeah, no, that's true. As his yeah. expats, but <laughs> no, I kind of shot my load of Chris Benoit there. So uh, no, not in that in that way. Anyway, <laughs> we're going to move on. We are live, of course. <laughs> we're going to move on. It is a W one hundred. Anything can happen on this. We don't know what can happen. We've already had two games, and we're rolling along. Quite nicely, but it's a serious subject. We can sit down and finally have a proper discussion about this. So, Dan, it is. What is our next thing we're going to talk about? Our top five WWE pay-per-views, excluding the Big Four. So that's not including Royal Rumble, WrestleMania, SummerSlam, or Survivor Series. Yeah, because during that time as well, we've we've done our favourite WrestleMania matches and moments as well. We've done it with Survivor Series. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. You know, SummerSlam we'll, we'll do in the end of the course of the Royal Rumble. So, yeah, we're going to focus on the non-Big Four. So, we're going to give our list. We've both got top... I should say, dating back to the WNR 50, we had the top 50 wrestlers of all time. That was a 50 list, wasn't it? Yeah. And then episode 75, we had lists to make up the 25. And now we're going to do it again with this, this time round because we've got another 25 to make up as well. But two of the five, I'm not making this difficult for anybody to understand. <laughs> two of the five, top fives, going to be our pay-per-views of all time. That will add to the majority list, the WNR 100 list that there will be. So we'll start with number five, if I haven't com- convoluted it. Uh, Dan, what is your number five? Uh, my number five is a WCW event, and it is Spring Stampede 1999. Ooh. And it's a bit of a main event, but it was entertaining nonetheless, and it was a four-way match between Hogan, Flair, DDP, and Sting, which four absolute legends in the ring at one time. Yeah, about that, and if memory serves me right, DDP won the, uh, the World Heavyweight title on that one, didn't he, you know? And of course, who can forget that we actually did watch on episode 47 as well, the WNR podcast, so that is a great paper to see why you have chosen that. I've kind of gone non WSW, ECW with my theme, but I mean, if anybody wants to send us their top five non big four pay per views all the time, please do, uh, and we'll respond to that as well. My number five is Money in the Bank 2011. Now, reasons for this it's, it's a great pay per view, don't get me wrong, but it's in Chicago and it's CM Punk's last chance to win the WWE title before his contract expires. Vincent Mann doesn't want to happen. He's going against John Cena. The, the crowd reaction in itself and CM Punk winning it, winning it and then running away the way he does. Fantastic moment. And that's why it's my on my list of top five pay-per-views, Dan. Uh, well, number four, funnily enough, it is Money in the Bank 2011. <laughs> and it's not just for the CM Punk winning the title, but it is Daniel Bryan taking the briefcase. In the money in the bank. Oh match. yeah, you can forget that. Yeah. Uh, I t- and I tell you something else. Weirdly enough, about that, we of course watched Money in the Bank 2011 on episode 55 of the WNR podcast. If anybody wants to go back and listen to that, please feel free to. 
And so my list next. And you knew this was going to happen when I had so much paperwork in front of me. I was eventually going to lose something. something. Here we go. So, <laughs> top five. My number four. Your, your number four was Money in the Bank 2011. Mine's Backlash 2009. Now, it's a great pay-per-view. It was better than WrestleMania 25. WrestleMania 25 was a good pay-per-view. Don't get me wrong. But uh, Backlash just got it so much better. Randy Orton winning the WWE title in a six-man tag team match. And, of course, the main event with Edge beating John Cena. Thanks to Big Show coming out. Chucking through that big fucking light stand as well. It's one of those moments to remember. And I, I do love Backlash 2009. We haven't watched it yet on the podcast, but I assure you, we will. Dan, what's your uh, number? Is it your number? My number three. What's your number? Uh, my number three is the Great American Bash 2008, and the SmackDown main event was Triple H going against Edge for the WWE Championship. Triple H winning and retaining the title, uh, and also you had the Raw brand match, which was Punk versus Batista, which ended in double disqualification because Kane got involved in that match. So quite, quite that one. So the bash was year two thousand eight. That that makes your list. So my number three, uh, quite different. So I mean, it's quite similar and different in a way. I think you'll talk about that at the end. Really, uh, my number three is No Way Out two thousand and three. Now I'm a sucker for anything that's got a two on the end of it. So when it's Rock Hogan two, I'm gonna love it. Uh, in memory serves me right, it was in Canada as well. You had Scott Steiner versus Triple H. Uh, and, and it was just uh, a really good show, really enjoyable. And I think the main event, you know, between those two, you assume WrestleMania 18. But of course, you know, the, the rematch as well. And it was The Rock when he was at his best, you know, when it was like the slow Hollywood is cooking. The, the chair as well. Oh, Backlash 2003 nearly made the list. That, that should have been because of the, the Kikau. Oh, it's such a predominant part of our podcast. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. think it's featured in every single podcast. Or yeah, it must, yeah, it must have done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that's my number three anyway. Uh, Dan, what is your number two now? Um, well, it's not so much for the main event on the card because that is Randy Orton losing to Triple H. But it was a great match between Shawn Michaels and Kane in a no DQ match. And that is Unforgiven 2004. Oh. Now, not many people pick pay-per-views from 2004, Dan, but fair play, fair play in the year. Well, yeah, it, it, I think there was quite... There was a few good matches. You had Chris Jericho versus Christian in a ladder match for the Intercontinental title, which, you know, any match involving Christian and yeah, Jericho yeah, 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 and a ladder would be good. And Randy Orton losing the main event. No, that's, that's <laughs> as I said, that has nothing to do with the reason why it was chosen. Well, I know, because it's weird, because you talk about your man love for Randy Orton, and yet you, um, you've you not really gone for him recently, have you? I mean, should we, should we don't talk about recent times. I mean, I don't want to have a go at you, Dan. It's our anniversary, you know? You didn't get him anything. Let me just, I'm older people listening at home, they'll be like, oh, that bastard, yeah, no, it's true. Back to the list. Number two. Judgment Day 2000. Now, out of all the Attitude Era pay-per-views, this is one of my favourites because not only have you got Edge and Christian teaming up with Kurt Angle to take on Too Cool to start off the show, not only have you got Shane McMahon versus the Big Show, where did he go? The Big Shane bump as well. But yeah, a 60-minute Iron Man match, 
that was coming off the back. Full list. The only other Ironman match was the Bret Hart Shawn Michaels one, which happened at WrestleMania 12. Which I don't care what anybody says, for me was boring as fuck, right? Because not a lot happened there. This one, I think, ended 6-5. And the last six seconds as well, with the Undertaker returning the American badass kind of thing. And the crowd going so crazy, you could see beach balls bouncing out. You know what I mean? That kind of pop as well. Uh, and I will watch Judgment Day 2000. If I had, you know, one of these pay-per-views I had to, that would be, I would be able to watch that time and time again like I have. But, Dan, what is your number one? Um, my number one. WF Invasion from 2001 and you know it's the whole storyline with it the way it all started off I know it could have gone a lot better between WWF and WCW but you know it had a great match Team WWF against Team WCW and also also an amazing hardcore championship match between RVD and Jeff Hardy yeah I mean and the, the bump I mean Jeff goes off the stage at one point you think he's like oh shit he's dead you know like uh, and it was incredible. That was an RVD cared as well. And it started off so well, that invasion angle. And, of course, when we come up to it on our timeline, like we say, in, you know, 2001, the, the invasion, it worked so well that night with Austin turning on, you know, the, the, the Team WCW like it was and, and thinking, yes, this is going to go somewhere. And yet in four months, they managed to kind of destroy everything that WCW and ECW yeah, means, didn't it? You know what I mean? Uh, but my number one, and this might surprise some, might surprise you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Uh, is fully loaded, 1999. Now, fully loaded is a pay per view. I love the name of it anyway. And the 98 and the 2000, uh, 2001. No, sorry, the 98 and the 2000 versions of them are fantastic pay per views in themselves. You've got 30 minute match between Rocket Triple H and one, and you've got the three main events in 2000. But in 99, you had the Austin versus Undertaker, and it was a first blood match. Austin was to win. It would be the end of Vince McMahon. And when you came out at the start in the arena, you had the big poster, and there was a picture of Mr. McMahon with just his head bleeding everywhere. Uh, and in the end of the match, it was just a little bit of blood. Both men played buckets as well. And you had the uh, Rock versus uh, Triple H, I think it's a strap match in there. And it was just such a great pay-per-view that preluded to what the actual year would become, you know. Uh, and I think that's why I'm my number one. So I think quite impressive pay-per-views. And if you look right now, they are top five. So go for your list again. Um, my list is, from number one, it is WWF Invasion. Number two, Unforgiven 2004. It is Great American Bash 2008 and number three. At number four, it is Money in the Bank 2011. And number five is Spring Stampede 1999. Yeah. Uh, and my one, number five was Money in the Bank 2011. Number four, Backlash 2009. Number three, No Out 2003. Two, Judgment Day 2000. Number one, Fully Loaded 99. But out of those ten pay-per-views, I wouldn't mind watching any of them. You know what I mean? And we will watch them. That is one thing guaranteed, actually. All these ten pay-per-views will be watched on the Dublin well, podcast. Nine pay-per-views because we. Oh yeah, people say, say, "Well, yeah, right. yeah," but that's like the Undertaker streak, isn't it? Like he beat twenty-two men. Well, no, technically he beat. You know, he beat seventeen, whatever it was. So, so we talk about games. We just have another game quickly, and this is for I don't know if it ever made the original cut of the podcast, but what it was is that we're in a a little room. To begin with, I'm not going to lie to everybody. We weren't a big fancy studio like we are now. A little tiny bedroom. 
And what what happened was I had a DVD player, and Dan just happened to turn it on. And he and what did you say to me when you turned it on? Well, when the telly was turned on and the DVD player was turned on, we was either a choice that it would be wrestling on the screen yeah. or porn. <laughs> so from then on, every time the TV went on, James would ask me the question, porn or wrestling? Yes. And nine times out of ten, it would be porn. A porn. And, and it kind of evolved as well during the podcast, because, yes, I used to, you know, porn on DVDs and stuff. Uh, but it kind of tablet, you know what I mean? So I've got my tablet in front of me now, Dan. Um, and is it porn or is it wrestling? Well, you're gonna go for porn. <laughs> All right, ready? I'm just gonna open up the page, and it's what is it? Oh, porn! It's porn. I'm oh, sorry. That's nasty. <laughs> I'm so, turn it off. Turn it off. Turn it off. Might be uh, interrupting our feed anyway. Uh, so yeah, we are doing games. We've got loads of games that we do, but we're going to move on now. We're going to talk about the WNR 100, a kind of retrospective look back. We're going to get serious for a little bit. Uh, unless you want to do accents now, you want to leave accents a little nah, bit. No, we'll leave accents now. Because <laughs> we've still got the competition to come as well. So, favourite matches and moments. So, Dan, why don't you tell me about your favourite matches and moments on the WNR podcast, and I'll... Uh, I'll sit here and listen for a little bit. Um, well, as far as matches goes, I think the Extreme Rules, Jericho versus Ambrose match, I think that was, you know, it's probably one of the better matches that we've called. And, you know, it's it was just very extreme. The thumbtacks coming out and, you know, just the way it went. Um, another favourite moment of mine is Royal Rumble 2016. Yeah. Number three or number four? Uh, I think number three, number yeah. Number three. Yeah. And, you know, completely unexpected by a majority of the people. AJ Styles made his entrance and made his debut in WWE. And it was a great moment. I mean, I remember we, could we talked about it because when Jared was there, we were speaking about how, well, AJ Styles, how good he was as a wrestler and if he could really cut it in uh, WWE and stuff like this. And, um, you know... What a year he had, you know. Indeed, yes. Uh, his first year, he won the title, lost the title, and he's just a big act throughout the whole year. You know, yeah. is he? You can see why he got superstar of the year. Yeah, Dad, can you just fiddle about with my box quickly? Because we're, I'm getting told we might have a slight technical issue. We're just checking it here. I've got my my best man, and let's make sure all the wires are straight and everything like this. Everything's in. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm just getting told. I mean, if you are experiencing technical difficulties, I do apologise. Uh, but if you're not, then I'm just... Uh, so, yeah, favourite match. So, we talk about uh, Styles for Rumble. And you, you said the CWC, yeah? I haven't said the CWC, no. You just spoiled <laughs> it for me. <laughs> All right, my man. Uh, so I, was... I was saving the best for last. <laughs> so, tell me. So, tell me. I'm sorry. I know. So... Any more favourite matches or moments, Dan? Um, well, now that you mention it, and it might come as a surprise, but it was a CWC. Oh, and not yeah. only because I correctly <laughs> predicted the winner. Oh, God, yeah. But, you know, just the whole tournament itself, it it just went off great. You know, there wasn't a bad match throughout the whole tournament. No, and uh, let's, let's talk about facts and figures as we are, you know. Uh, there were 32 people that went into the CWC tournament, 32 cruiserweights. 
we had three choices each. We had uh, our main two picks, and then we had our Iceland pick. That's how far back it's going. When Iceland knocked England out horribly, we we picked. We had one. And um, and Dan, your three, I can remember off the top of my head, like it was yesterday. My three were Noam Dar, Zach Sabre Jr., and of course, Ho Ho Lung. And yours, your one were, um, you were more, I can't even speak English now. You, you had Kota Ibushi, you had TJ Perkins, and you had Grand Metallic as well, because of the 311 boy. Yeah. Now, if 32 out of them, you pick three. Out of the four that got through to the semi finals, Three of them were your guys as well. So, I know it, bonus points are a little bit different back then. you still got the points for that. But I think, still think that's incredible for anybody. Because we didn't know anything about it. I didn't know them. anything about any of the wrestlers going into it. I think the only reason why you chose Noam Dar was because he was Scottish. Oh, yeah. And we know Noam Dar as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. When we saw him uh, and we, we, we knew how he wrestled, I was like, right, he's going to be one of my guys. You know, I think I did that exact same with as well. Representative, that's fair, but I don't know where you pulled it out from. Do you want to tell me now? <laughs> no, I don't know. It was, it was a random thing, you know. It's, I think TJ Perkins had had a bit of a reputation, as did Kota Ibushi, um, and the Grand Metallic. It was just because we sh- shared the same birthday, yeah. And no, I, it, it, it's and uh, it's something else as well about it because it's one of my favorite moments because. It was just, it was just different, wasn't it? We'd be doing, I don't know if it's the same thing, but it was like the lead now and forever, you know, stuff that we were doing. And all of a sudden, like a breath of fresh air, these cruiserweights came in. It was different style of wrestling. Every match is great, wasn't it? You know, building up towards it. The amount of talent we saw in it as well. You know, I, I just, I, I absolutely loved it. I can see why it's your favourite moments. Have you got any other favourite moments? No, you know, there's been the British tournament. I think that was a good moment, even though we've not seen too much of that. From the past, you yeah. know, but we've had the we've got two o five live now, which has stemmed from the PWC tournament. Yeah, I mean they're, they're threatening to um, we're threatening to say something about that. I should just say sorry, my my phone is beeping off as well because uh, I'm on Twitter and everything like that. Just have to shout out to uh, Mark Murphy, just got hold of us. Thank you very much. He's listening live now. Hope you brush your teeth tonight, young man. Uh, <laughs> I know, that sounds ever so threatening, that, doesn't it? No, I'm, I'm only joking, trust me. Uh, so, my favourite matches and moments. So, we're talking about mine. Well, Dan, every podcast is my favourite, I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, the, the one of my best times. And as you see, you, Dan is now on Twitter as well. I've just opened up the WNR <laughs> podcast page and I just get greeted with a load of balloons. It's our birthday, it's May the 4th, May the 4th be with you. I mean, I did have a bad feeling about this, but everything's all right now. But yeah, my favourite podcast is is every podcast, you know. Uh, no, it's not. It's Undertaker podcast, episode twenty five. I took that so seriously, and uh, to be able to listen to it, uh, to be able to—it's uh, my phone keeps going off. Put me off. To be able to do the Undertaker, to do the Undertaker, to be able to listen to the Undertaker, uh, and look at his career back twenty five years. You know, the guy who, when I first started watching wrestling, of course. Back in 1992, such a big part of it. And weirdly enough, what's happened with the Undertaker's crew as well, whilst we've been doing the podcast with him retiring, I mean, if you look at all the stuff that's happened during a podcast run of only two years, the amount of stuff is, is quite crazy, you know, and I'm sure we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, and I, I love the WNR50. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. Uh, because then I realised you were serious. Do you know what I mean? Because it's all been a good starting off and doing a show if you want to talk 
to people. But when you've got someone alongside you, who's, you know, what I mean, it's, it's quite happy to be like, right, actually, no, this is this is a thing now. This is what we do. We came up with those fifty guys. We were arguing over it, and you know, and this is every podcast that we have. There's always a few arguments, and that's because then I know that's you know what I mean. It's like a it's like an old married couple. You have got to have a few arguments, or else the love's gone completely. And I think my my truly favourite ones, I do love the special ones, and uh, I do love the special ones, and I, I love the Christmas ones because it's so nice to uh, to do something a little bit different, you know. Because every week we watch you know the same part of wrestling and stuff like this, but with, with Christmas I can be a little bit sillier bring a bit of humour out to it, have more songs and stuff like this as well, which is always really enjoyable. Uh, but we're going to move on and we're going to have, well, I say we're going to have more games. Other games that we've had on the podcast before, we've had uh, Pyro Contest, wrestlers jumping at fireworks. Uh, and there is there's many on the WWE Network. You can find, of course, Sonny Ono, uh, TJ Perkins shit themselves for Neville's entrance on 205 just a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and St. Newbie notes a lot as well. Wrestlers are swearing and they should have been beat out. Uh, yes. You know, the main, I think the more famous one is a Booker T promo where he says he's coming for Hogan. And Yeah, no, I'm not talking about them. I'm not talking about the, the Booker T. I'm talking about the... Um, uh, just as in, I'll just take a little time. You always said, motherfucker, when until we kicked out. Ric Flair. Ric Flair. <laughs> uh, Triple H going against Eugene. And I think Ric Flair gets kicked out. And he's just effing and blinding all the way back down the ramp. And he gets out what what did he say? Or... What did he say? We're explicit, Dan. You can say it. What the fuck? I think, you know, <laughs> what the fuck? And he was just, what the fucking all the way down the ramp. When you what the fucking down the ramp, you know, it's like wrong. Uh, <laughs> Seth Rollins did it on a payback with uh, Samoa Joe. He said, what the fuck, you know, when... Uh, or, or Joe said it the other way around. It happened at payback. I'm sure you'll listen to the payback episode. It'll come out, episode one-on-one. You'll be able to hear that. Uh, but now, let's get on to the story of the podcast, Dan. <clears throat> As I cough. And, I mean, it started off... And what did you think when I said to you, Dan? I've got an idea, mate. Let's get a laptop. Let's sit down around your mates, Dwayne, as well, who I've only met a couple of times, and let's record a podcast. Dan, honestly, honestly now, tell me what you were thinking. Well, uh, initially I thought it would never work. You know, you've got James, who is a self-proclaimed expert in the field of wrestling, <laughs> who, once, who I once challenged to tell me every single WWE champion from start to finish, and he correctly named them all, which I thought was an amazing feat itself. You had myself, who... I've got a, you know, yeah. a variable knowledge of wrestling. I've admittedly not as much as yourself, but, you know, I know enough to get by. And you had Dwayne that knew very little. <laughs> yeah, I think that's nice to say that as well. <laughs> so, you know, it was a very contrasting three different people, but I don't know, it's stick out quite well. Yeah, I mean, the first one was fun because I don't think Dwayne really knew what he was doing, you know. I don't think any of us knew. We just had the laptop down recording, you know, and uh, talking into it. And I listen back to it and I think, oh my God, this sounds so bad. And of course, I've got my posh accent. Well, I don't even know if I can do Very that. Posh. Hello and welcome to the WWE Network Review. Uh, which is all listen back now. But yeah, we did the first two uh, round, Dwayne, as well, didn't we? We did that round yeah. there. And then, uh, of course, the episode, uh, Dwayne was recast, wasn't he? <laughs> yes, it was like a character change in a sitcom you know we was hoping that no one would notice <laughs> but 
I think anyone could notice a change from Dwayne to Jared. Yeah, I mean, Jared joined episode three. But, I mean, before we move on from Dwayne, he, he's not here, everybody. We haven't got any special guests here. Uh, but he did give us uh, nice shoes for Naomi. And John Cena's legs. And John Cena's legs. <laughs> and the cage is lowering. The cage is lowering around the ring. Or is the ring hiring around the cage? That's what he said that made me laugh. But, yeah, nice shoes. But was he predetermined the fact that Naomi would go on to become the women's champion of SmackDown? Maybe that's what he's saying to us. Well, you know, it could have been <laughs> nice shoes. That would go very well with a title belt. Yeah, yeah. And we never knew. Look at the star she became. Maybe he was an idiot Savaloy, you know. Um, so, Jared. <laughs> I mean, what does it say about Jared? Um, he was certainly a different character. He had very opinions in the world of wrestling he was a bit more knowledgeable than Dwayne was yes uh, but I mean to be fair to Jad like you say he knew could he watch TNA didn't he and Impact he knew about these kind of wrestlers uh, but uh, I remember doing the um, controversial characters one episode 16 and we were doing like the kind of you know of Mr. Maverick Hart and he was like uh, Ted DiBiase <laughs> you know like uh, well, it, this is we was yeah, trying but, along the lines of more personal, yeah, more, conflicts more, yeah. as opposed to kayfabe. I think this lines. is what, yeah, p- fair play to Jad, you know, uh, he did it. And of course, he was a trier. And without him, we wouldn't have started watching Samoa Joe either, because uh, of course, on episode seven, it was our first episode of NXT we ever watched, and of course with Samoa Joe as well. And who would have thought the journey we've been on NXT since then? Well, you know, the start of Joe Watcher episode seven. And what Joe's gone on to become, he's, you know, Triple H's destroyer. Yeah, I mean, a bit upset about his, his loss recently. Basically, they, uh, they they can be a killer on Raw, and it'll be a great thing if he is, you know. Uh, and, of course, Dan, what was the other big episodes that you could um, remember from that time? Well, we had episode 13, SummerSlam 2015. It was our first ever predictions. Yeah, and I've got a bone to pick here. It was our first ever prediction, but... Does it make it a year then? SummerSlam, August, September, October, November, December, five months. Yet you win the predictions for that year. Well, we both started at the <laughs> same event and we both went to the same event. So if I won more predictions than you, then surely I won. Don't call me Shirley. Uh, there's lots of stuff. Well, of course, we had the Butler then. Yes, we did. I mean, Butler, who can forget about Butler Gibbo? Uh, we've had lots of people. I mean, on this podcast as well, I should say WNR100. My sister's featured not on the WNR as such, but on the uh, Talking BS pilot that we did. That had two episodes, everybody. <laughs> Go back and listen to that. Um, we had my dad, of course, when we watched UFC 200. And my mum sang, if everybody listens carefully to the Christmas 2015, uh, she sang one of the Christmas songs as well. So, to my whole family, that, and how many of your family members have been involved in this? None. None. No, no. So, Bo, Dad, here comes your mum and spouses. <laughs> no, 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 well, no, my dad's no. in Miami, so I don't think he'll be around. Well, unless you find him in the space. Yeah, well, I don't expect. I've flown your dad in. Here he comes. Um, <laughs> and you know, my dad's not here because he's not done on my dog, you know. Uh, but we're not going to get on to. Uh, oh, I can get on to accents quickly whilst we're talking about that story. Your shit Scottish accent, Dan, right? What is. Can you give everybody. <laughs> just for everybody listening at home. Go on. Hey, Poppet, that's just so beautiful. <laughs> that is awful. Everybody.
everybody thought it was funny. Well, I say everybody thinks it's funny. I just think it's the stupidest thing. Scottish people do not sound like that. They sound like those, but not my dog, my dog's been bun. Alright. Well, that's the part of Scotland that you come from. Not what part of Scotland are you fucking from? Oh, they love it! The part of Scotland with a load of old ladies. <laughs> well, anyway, uh, yeah, well, talk about Butler, we're talking about accents. There's going to be lots of things flooding back to us. But like I say, the Untaker special, uh, WNR25, that might have put the end of Jad because we had part one, part two, part three. We had that a trilogy. That take its toll on, both, on all of us. Yeah, I, it, it was. It did. A very Undertaker-full episode. I forgot, right, how many casket matches I'd chosen. So there was like four casket matches in a row. Early Undertaker, yeah. I mean, by the end, we got to America Badass thing. I don't think no one cared. It's important that we did it. And, of course, up until recently, it was our most listened to podcast as well. Up until WrestleMania 33 came along, we just blew it out of the fucking water. But Which also featured the Undertaker. Undertaker retirement as well, of course. And we're hoping that WNR 100 does really well not only live as we are now of course but after the fact as well listen to it for uh the weeks to come and also i'll be releasing the wr 100 like the special edition with a little bit of start off to it as well and of course editing now all my fuck-ups tonight uh but we carry on with the story of the podcast dan and we got to the wr 50 uh yes and that was we done our top wrestlers uh we won't go through the whole entire list. I think, how many was there? 50? Yep, Domino 50 which, was 50, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> which took a lot of debating it and did. a bit of sacrificing from myself and yourself. You know, yeah. To get to the top 50 wrestlers yeah. well, all I can, the time. Uh, number 50 was Chris Benoit. I know we mentioned him already, but we mentioned him again now because Dan wanted him in there. But the top 10, I'll do 10 to... Six, and then you could do five to one down, all right? <clears throat> so at number 10, we had the great one, the rock, the people's champ, the people's choice, cacao. Uh. At number nine, we had yes, 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 Daniel Bryan. At number eight, Viva Aza, Eddie Guerrero. At number seven, John Cena. Number six, <laughs> you had Macho Man. What did Macho, Macho Man, Man sound like? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Dan, top five. At uh, number five, you had the heartbreak kid, Shawn Michaels. Number four, you had Brett the Hitman Hart. Number three, Hulk Hogan. Number two. What? What? Stone Cold. And <laughs> uh, number one, who else could it be but The Undertaker? The Undertaker, yeah. And I mean, this is the thing. Undertaker's been a part of this podcast as much as anybody. And it's going to be weird to continue it without him but you know uh, we have got lots to come but I think that top 10 when you talk about we're not talking about wrestlers of all time well, Randy Orton about, should be there well Randy Orton is not in the top 10 and I think that was thanks to me but anyway luckily we're not doing the list now because Bobby Roode Drew McIntyre would be up there as well wouldn't they so yeah in your list yeah, but the, the WR50 like I say it's, it's a good list and it's not best wrestlers because Kurt Angle and Shawn Michaels obviously be on top of that list but um, that is WR50 and then after it was a bit on and off, wasn't he? And then, of course, he found... Um, love. Yeah, well, yeah, love. And he, he was drawn away. Luckily, me and Dan are single bachelors, you know, ready to... Uh, hello, ladies. Anybody listening want to see anything, you know? But um, 
<laughs> anyway, stop advertising yourself. This is not plenty of fish. I'm not. I'm just saying. Match.com. I'm saying that, you know, if anybody was interested, I'm at J underscore Rowlands. Uh, so anyway, and then we got, Dan, you made an investment on the podcast. We talked about investments made, personal time, or, you know, monetary as it was. And uh, when the, uh, what did you do? Um, well, <laughs> what did you do for me? <laughs> we got some equipment. We got the, uh, that may or may not be working. <laughs> we're not sure if it's working. You might not even be listening to us. Yeah. It might just be dead Beep. air. But we got some microphones. We got some stands. We got some software that was purchased. And I don't know, hopefully it made us sound a lot better. And yeah, improve James's editing work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, because editing is, is, is a bit of a motherfucker. But like we say, when the mic stands come in, it does sound better. Of course, you have to be careful for some loose connections. Of course, uh, last week on the podcast, I famously dropped my microphone into a uh, pint glass of Coke, which uh, <laughs> I don't know any really professionals listening. Don't do that. Literally, after a while, you just... Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, but we got that, and like we say, uh, we moved on, and we lost Jared, or, or Jared chose to... Did, well, I can't remember what happened. Got we didn't we in the end? I, uh, we just... I think we had a meeting, and we just said it's not working. Yeah, we just... Unfortunately, because you, you either all in, you know what I mean? It, either all in or not at all, you know? So Indeed. All for one, one for all. Uh, and then we moved on, of course, to episode 75. And what did we do for episode 75, Dan? Um, we done our top five Survivor Series matches. We've done our top five Survivor Series pay-per-views. And we've done our top 15 tag teams. Yeah. So, I mean, it was quite a, quite a different one, episode 75. Uh, I don't like to talk about podcasts. Uh, disappointment. Disappointing, even. But I think 75... I don't know. I, I think it's a sequel to a film that not many people like, you know what I mean? But I, I, I still liked it, but maybe focus too heavily on Survivor Series, I'm not sure, you know? I don't know. Yeah, we'll, I we'll, think it was... You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. There might be a special edition coming out of the 75. So, uh, of course, like I say, did top 15 tag teams. We'll all add to that eventually, won't we? But I'll do 10 to 6 and oh, down. No, you can do the top 5 this time. You I'll sure? Yeah, oh. go on, I'll give it to you. <laughs> what about the list? <laughs> yes. All right, go on then. Uh, well, at number 10, we had the APA. At number 9, we had Los Guerreros. At number 8, we had the Outsiders. Number 7, we had the Brothers of Destruction. And number 6, we had the Heart Foundation. So, pretty strong fucking lineup for 10 to 6 there. Well, you, know? you know, The Undertaker featuring in yet another top 10. <laughs> yeah, yeah making number 1 there. But uh, number 5 was the British Bulldogs, of course. Number four was Lod, or as people know them, <laughs> the Road Warrior Legion of Doom. Number three were the Dudleys. I think you can see where we're going here. Number two, Edge and Christian. One on the list. The Hardy Boys. And yes, everybody, we picked the Hardys before they came back at WrestleMania, Dan. <laughs> Indeed we did. Well, it was kind of a three-way tie for the top one. But, you know, I still think the Hardy Boys just edged it out from Edge and Christian and the Dudleys just for their hyperactivity and the way they was really. Um, so, TLC. The TLC match. Well, you know, it was, I think it is undoubtedly our greatest, uh, well, if anything, tag team match ever. Yeah, I mean, like you say, those three teams together 
on that list, making the TLC match like that, is uh, is magic on screen. And he did it twice, you know. Uh, TLC won and took it SummerSlam WrestleMania 17. Just awesome matches that we've seen, of course, on the podcast as well. But now we're going to get into a little bit of stats and a little bit of figures for everybody listening at home. A little bit of information. So, how many hours altogether, Dan? What about the first 50? How, how long was that? Um, the first 50 was 82 hours, 21 minutes and 27 seconds. Fucking hell. So, all together then. So, that's the first 50. So, the next 50. So, first 18, 18, 16. So, it should be about 186 minutes. How long is it all together? Uh, it is 223 hours, 35 minutes and 25 seconds, which roughly translates as 9 days, 7 hours, 35 minutes and 25 seconds, give or take a second or two. Oh my, how do you know that? Well, it's, you know, just one of the things i got rattling about in my head. Um, excluding the podcast extra. Yep. Shortest podcast we've done. Uh, well, shortest podcast. Before we get on that, I should say, no, day, seven hours. So if we started listening to it right now, 4th of May, that's how great you are at maths now. When would we finish? If I just keep talking, filling it whilst you work it out. So nine days then. So what is it? The 4th today. It'll be the 13th. <laughs> the 13th. So that would be what? What day? I don't know. <laughs> so it'd be the 13th. So, yeah, so you start it on Thursday and you would end it. It would be the 13th, wouldn't it? It would be the 12th. Yeah. Anyway, doesn't matter. So you finish next Saturday. So Saturday. next Saturday. So next Saturday. So this week now. two days. Well, <laughs> yeah, everybody, a week and not doing this one as well. I mean, this is going to be added to it as well. So a week and two days and a little bit more. Um. So yeah. So you were saying shortest podcast, Dan? That uh, was the shortest podcast. That was episode nineteen. And again, don't want to diss any of my podcasts, but I really disliked it uh, because. It was only 22 minutes and 7 seconds because, everybody, let's get behind the scenes a little bit. Jared and Dan were complaining about the show. They were saying, look, look, have a short one. I was thinking, yeah, but the fans, the, the people listening well, like it. Well, that was it. also down to me doing a bit of research into podcasting. And it had <laughs> become apparent that the best time to captivate people in a podcast is between 20 and a half hour. And that's why we're doing 90 today. <laughs> that is indeed why we're doing 90 today, yes. No, no, no. But, um, no, I'm having a go. I like the fact you looked into it, you know. But only, uh, like, say, only 22 minutes, 7 seconds. Okay, on the other side of that, then. Right. What is... <laughs> this is incredible. The longest. <laughs> the, the longest podcast. So when you think about 22 minutes, first one. The longest podcast in WNI history is... Four hours, 48 minutes, and 17 seconds. That, that's nearly the entirety of WrestleMania. You can put it from start to finish, and this is to us. That's two hours of kickoff that we filled as well. We had kickoff. I need to go off now. So we're going to talk about, listen to how many countries, Dan. Do you want to go through the list of the top 10? Uh, I'll do 10 to 6. Uh, let me just, I've got to carry on talking now. So hang on a minute. Excuse me, anybody listening, but we are live, like I say. So, top 
countries in the world. So, 10 to 6. So, number 10. We're g- I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Unless it's racist. No, no, don't, no don't I can't. Do the accents. <laughs> what? Please, don't do. Accents. Go on then. Accents make sense. That's the accents make sense. That's what this segment's called. So, yeah, in number 10, we were in Germany. Germany in number 10. Thank you all for listening to the WNL 100 here on the WNL podcast. That's terrible. Uh, have I got to do all the fucking shit? All right. You can do number nine. You've got it Irish. Go on. Number no, come nine. on, you wanted to do number 10 to 6. So yeah, but you've got all the best ones. All right. If, if you need an accent on, on your ones, give us a shout, right? Number 10. Number nine, even. You uh, can do the top ten if you want, because I know how much you love doing your accents. Yeah, go on. All right, all right. top ten. Um, <clears throat> top ten for me, James's accents. <clears throat> so we did Germany, yeah. Hi, hi. Uh, Ireland. <clears throat> Ginger Kimili. Ireland are number nine. <laughs> uh, France are number eight. Uh, he played well, but uh, we did not score. And unfortunately, we played Tottenham Hotspur this year. Hey! And of course, we're live. I should say, just mention football, I should say, Celtic Vigo versus Man United, nil-nil. Anybody listening to us and said that, don't worry, nil-nil. We're not missing anything. No, which means nothing really, yeah. Uh, I was just doing Arsenal Wenger there because, of course, Arsenal will finish behind Spurs this season. Don't know if I mentioned that before. Number eight, Russian. Uh, you have failed the city, all over. Your platform will come. What's your Russian, Dan? You got any good one? Da. Zimaza Russia. Number seven, India. Skip Mexico. I'm not, I'm not getting in trouble with our Indian listeners. Number seven is India. Number six, Mexico. <coughs> I got this one. Number five is Mexico. Oh, yeah. No, number six is Mexico. No, number five is Mexico. Oh, yeah, you're right. I fucked it up again. All right, okay. So, number six. I should start again. Number ten, Germany. Number nine, Ireland. France, eight. Russia, seven. India, six. Mexico, five. Hello, Mexican. We are number five on the list. Thank you for not building one. My name is Jeff. <laughs> Doesn't sound anything like that. All right, number four, Australia. Can you do a good Aussie accent? G'day, mate. I'm from Down Under. No, can you do a good Aussie accent? Hey, but um, but Strove, mate. Someone left Gary on the baby. You can't. You gotta be careful when you say that. Uh, number three, Canada, Dan. I know you like the Canadian accent. Number three, eh? Yeah. <laughs> 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 hey, buddy, what's that all about? Hey, time to up, it. <laughs> Come on, let's see if you can do a United Kingdom accent and a British accent. <sighs> what part of Britain do you want me to do? <laughs> you ain't me. We're from United Kingdom. We listen to you. No fucking chance. We are. Or I could, do, I could do Brummy. Oh, contoy. <laughs> see, I got all of them, Dan. So UK number two. And, well, number one, we salute you, everybody in America. Thank you very much. The USA, our number... USA! USA! So, yes, let's run through the list. Dan, you run through the list without me doing the stereotypical, horrible, racist things. Well, at number 10, we've got Germany. At number 9, Ireland. Number 8, France. 7, Russia. Number 6, India. Number 5, Mexico. 4, Australia. 3, Canada. 2, UK. And number 1, United States. So that's pretty, pretty. Are you happy with that top ten? Out of all the countries there, would you want that? Um, yeah, you know, there's there's a few other. I'd like to be heard more in Thailand. <laughs> uh, 
No, I was going to say, really. Um, all right, so... But, Dan, that's not the only countries we listen to. Uh, listen to us, even. Give me a list, whilst I check my phone for tweets. Give us a list of countries that we have. Take a deep breath and go. So you're just filling up time by... Uh... No, don't take. Uh, no, just, just list. We're not taking up time. Okay, you got Vietnam, Egypt, Pakistan, Indonesia, Brazil, UAE, Bahrain, Turkey, Singapore, Thailand, Norway, Spain, Netherlands, Saudi Arabia, Chile, Peru, Philippines, Italy, Algeria, Ukraine, Barbados, Cambodia, Slovakia, Argentina, Iraq, Kazakhstan, Malaysia, New Zealand, Colombia, South Africa, Japan, Korea, Qatar, Ghana, Denmark, Guatemala, Kuwait, Poland, Switzerland, and Bolivia. And if we've missed your country. Please tweet us and let us know where you are listening from. So, 118 tracks released and all those countries listen to us as well. We are truly a global network and it's thanks to everybody who listens to us. Don't forget, you know, we we, listen to, we appreciate so much, of course, on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere we go. Uh, it's it's just, it's, like we say, we enjoy it and we, we thank everybody to... Uh, everybody else who listens to us um so we're going to continue anyway as my phone keeps going as well um <laughs> so coming that's not the end of the script i've got here is it oh my god so dan i mean going on 100 like we say what's coming this is not the end this is just the start dan so what's coming up on the uh the WR podcast in in the upcoming months. Let me know. Go on. Um well of course as we do traditionally we're gonna listen to every Raw and SmackDown pay per view that is gonna be coming up, including the terribly named Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> I like Great Balls of Fire. I think that's gonna I'm be good. I'm still not sold on that name. Um of course we got every episode of NXT and two oh five live, which we follow because we love uh, well, NXT, if we stop watching that, I think James would blow a gasket because we wouldn't see his two idols as in Bobby Roode and um, what's his name? I can't remember it. Well, you can't remember Drew McIntyre's oh. name. Don't make me fucking oh. laugh. You you know, it is. these two stars of NXT, like I say, NXT TakeOver is, is Chicago and Brooklyn coming up with not only Bobby Roode successfully defending his title against anybody apart from Drew McIntyre when it happens, you know of course, we've got the most ridiculous top 10 coming up as well, where we, yeah, top 10, we look at the most, because we took one of the five, it was going to be the most ridiculous 15, and then we took one of the fives for our top W pay-per-views. So it's top 10 ridiculous moments, uh, which is going to be great. Of course, SummerSlam as well. I didn't go into September, Dan, what have we got? Um, we've got the debut of a one certain bald-headed whisker biscuit bitch, <laughs> stunning Steve Austin. Uh, Goldberg, Survivor Series 97, and lots more. It's going to be huge. You know, we, we, like I said, we've got so much more to come. It's, it's going to be awesome. Uh-huh. And the Randy Orton special. Oh, yeah. Who can forget about the Randy Orton special? You're going to have... Uh... Top five RKOs of all time. And also, you're going to have a few matches as well. This time, oh, obviously. Know, a really few like, great yeah. matches. I don't think that's going to be included in the horror... House of Horrors. No, no, no. But, um, laptop. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it might, it might do. You're going to throw a couple of surprises there for Randy or you know. Uh, like I say, anybody listening as well, we'll throw any suggestions out. 
you know, let us know and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have a look at it. We did. We're going to have a look now at what we have watched on the WNL podcast because we have made a list. Um, you got, have, you, have you got your list, young man? I didn't do my homework. <laughs> I thought I gave it to you. Have I got two of them? Probably have, yeah. Uh, there we have a look. <clears throat> so, you're going to do what we've watched on the WNL podcast anyway. And uh, I'm sure you've got, have you got two bits of paper. What's that on the floor? No, that's not. Is that old stuff? All right, we'll, we'll share this up paper around like a couple of old men. Uh, so, what we've watched on the podcast. Of course, episode one. Oh, <laughs> first episode, Extreme Rules 2015. Who can forget that, Dan, eh? Who can forget that? Naomi, nice shoes and everything like this. Uh, episode two. Do you remember what we did episode two? Oh, no, I can't even remember what I've done yesterday. All right, I'll tell you what. Take the list and I'll see if I can guess. Okay. Uh, so... Episode two, it was the Jerry Springer series and the King of the Ring 98 of Mankind versus Taker. Uh, also, the WWE 24 series featuring Roman Reigns. Episode three, James? Uh, episode three, I think, was uh, the July 6th uh, edition of Nitro, wasn't it? Episode 147, the Goldberg versus Hogan main event, was it, Dan? Uh, I take it you found... <laughs> I did indeed find the script that I was looking for, yes. And also it featured Payback 2015. Yeah, and this is when we had pay-per-views with other stuff as well. It's incredible when we look on it. Um, and talking about that, episode four was quite a packed one, wasn't it? It was, yeah. We had Elimination Chamber 2015. Uh, this is when we was looking at now, then and forever moments. Yeah, well. I mean, what did you? I mean, what did you prefer? The now, the now, then and forever, or what we kind of do now? Darling? I think what we're doing now is a lot better, you know, because we do everything, pretty much everything that goes on now, and we're also taking a look back at then. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll do it forever, basically, won't we? You know. Yes. So uh, yeah, uh, episode five, very special one. It was. Thank you, Dusty. Uh, you've got to put on your uh, oh, someone's died voice. <clears throat> and episode five was uh, the uh, thank you, Dusty, uh, Dusty Rose, who left us quite near the program, quite a shock for us, as we it was all quite liked. Quite early it. on in the podcast, it was really early on. Yeah, I mean, we had a couple of big deaths early on. Um, but episode six, Dan, was ECW Heatwave nineteen ninety. And what a fucking pay per view that was! You talk about making a list. Uh, number seven. Number seven was. Obviously, Joe's debut, and that kicked off Joe Watch. Yeah, no, yeah, and it was the first NXT, like I say, NXT episode as well. Episode 8 was our biggest one yet, which was 2 hours and 13 minutes. And listen to this, people. We had Swerve Season 1 on it, Finn Balor Network documentary, Joe Watch, Beast in the East, and Wednesday Massacre 99. Uh, episode 9, it featured, you know, a bit of the Dusty special. Uh, Battleground 2015, Cena versus Lashley at Great American Bash 2007, <laughs> and of course, not forgetting Joe Watch. Yeah, and episode 10 was the Rowdy Roddy Piper special. Because, like I said, we lost Dusty yeah, on episode 5, and by episode 10, we'd, we'd lost Piper as we well. We lost another legend, yes. Yeah. Episode 7, episode 7 was the first time watching Raw, uh, and Lesnar and Brock Lesnar. Les- Lesnar and Brock Lesnar, Lesnar and Taker brawling all over the arena. 
and it was Click Week as well, and WWE Hogwild 1996. Uh, episode 12, it was the first weekly podcast that we had done because it was a bit sporadic up until that point, but we found our feet. And it was the HBK versus Razor Ramon in the first ever ladder match. Yeah. Um, well, it was a rematch of oh, yeah. the first ever yeah. ladder match. Yeah, from uh, WrestleMania 10 they had it, and then uh, SummerSlam. Oh, yeah, the SummerSlam ladder yeah. match it was, yeah. And SummerSlam, uh, like I say, the, I mean, SummerSlam 2013 was really good. Yeah, Punk Lesnar and Brian versus Cena as well. That was, that was quite good. And Dan, do you remember your dream debut? Dream debuts, yeah. yeah, you know, it kind of <laughs> rings a bell, and I think it was Y2J was the first one. Yeah, he was, yeah. And then uh, episode 30, Dan, what happened? Oh, it's it's one that's very close to my heart, and it is Randy Orton winning his first world championship, becoming the youngest ever world championship winner at SummerSlam 2004. Uh, and we watched the Beast versus the Phenom on the network and give our SummerSlam predictions. Yeah, I mean, uh, the, the early ones, I mean, like I say, we try to cram in as much as we could, you know, we like the, uh, it, it, I mean, one that did quite well was episode 17. Uh, I had quite a few listens as well. It was a Stone Cold Pop with Edge and Christian on it. Uh, the one night only pay-per-view and of course, Unforgiven 2006 with fans. And show versus DX, you know, when he put his head <laughs> in there. And you two had a go at me for deleting the uh, John Cena Edge bit that was on there. And that's when we first come up with Elephant of Refon as well. So that was a whole part of it. Uh, moving on. I mean, like I say, we got through, we got the main ones, didn't we? 25, the 50. Uh, anything stand out for you in the early ones, Dan? Um, I think the NXT, the last one. Uh, that was episode 30. Uh, yeah, you know, we had the Joe Hill turn, so we followed him from his debut. Uh, well, it was in episode 25, we had the first podcast extra. And yeah, you know, we had the Samoa Joe Hill turn, which, you know, yeah. quite... Yeah, someone called that as well. Someone called the Samoa Joe Hill turn. More attractive, yeah. Uh, and exactly, if you listen back as well, you listen to all the correct predictions that we gave. You know, you talk about CWC final, uh, the... Royal Rumble winners the past couple of years as well. I mean, they've been quite easy for some, haven't they? But, you know, uh, all the hill turns that we've predicted and everything like this as we head on for the pay-per-view scores. Uh, but, Dan, I mean, it is the W100, and I've never done... I can't remember last time I've done this. Is there anything you want to talk about as we go towards the end of this, this shorted episode? Because, of course, we're watching no wrestling. Otherwise, we are just having a chat. Uh, we're going to wind up. So, is there anything you want to want to say? Well, I'd like to do a more Randy Orton orientated few more episodes featuring Randy. I think that would be good. Uh, you know, a few featuring a bit of Dean Ambrose because we've not seen too much of him as of late, you know. Yeah, but Dean... Less Enzo and more around Big Cass. Oh, shit. I mean, that's something we nearly forgot to do then. I mean, you've written down a list, haven't you? Well, I've... I had to shut on it because you said it was far, far too long. You haven't got time for it, yeah. But, you know, as you have reasons why you hate certain wrestlers, uh, I can't remember his name, Mojo, Mojo Rawley, the winner of the Andre Giant Memorial Battle Royal. I have no idea who you're talking about. Is he a wrestler? You teach me how to football, Dan? I mean, we, 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 you mentioned that name. 
on the WNR100. You know what I mean? It's it's the greatest podcast of all time, and yet you shit on it with that name. I haven't mentioned Enzo and Big Cass once, you know, or the fact they're going to be future. Should I say it? I don't think you could even manage to say it yourself. What, future Hall of Famers? Oh! Why, though? <laughs> he can't wrestle. Uh, I'm pretty sure he doesn't have a finisher. When he is in the ring, all he does is try to tag that lanky streak of piss he's got on the outside. Yeah. In general, he is the poor man's Scotty too hotty. <laughs> you know, he's very comparable. You know, you can compare him to him quite a lot. Uh, and he also can't get thrown out of the ring without pretty much breaking his neck. You're being harsh, Dan. You, you're really being harsh on Enzo, one of the greatest talents there. Okay, so I've had an idea now. So you get three. So three were... Yeah, all right, we'll do, we'll do three and four. We'll do three and three. Three worst wrestlers you can think of. I'll do my three and who would win in a shit six-man tag team match. And then we'll do three of the best you can think of. Going against my three best. All right, so my three worst. Obviously, you're going to have Mojo Rawley in there. Yeah. With a a kind of American football theme, I'll have in there as well the former member of the Four Horsemen. Uh, Mongo McMichael. So you got Mongo, you got Mojo, uh, and I'm going to pick Nikki from the Spirit Squad. <laughs> Nikki. Yeah. <laughs> right. You um, got two already. <laughs> well, you know, mine's quite a recent thing, and mine's going to have to be Enzo. Yeah. Big Cass. Yeah. And the guitar playing douche. Oh, I love GPD. You know, he's going to debut on Raw. Well, he's debuted on Raw, but he's, he's going to have a match soon. And he's going to be a star, GPD. He's got that kind of, no, you're right, you shit. Right, so Enzo Big Cash GPD versus Nicky Scott, Mongo McMichaels and Mojo. I think I know who's going to win that match, Dan. And it ain't going to be Mojo's team, is it? It's going to be Enzo Cass and GPD. you got to admit that. Come on. Who would win the match and roll? Well, it would be. Because I hate him so much, <laughs> it would be Enzo. Big yeah, Cass, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guitar playing douche. All right, so here we go. Okay, so the three greatest superstars. Your, your three that you can think of. I've already got my three. Um, well, again, you know, going with a recent still wrestling theme, mine would have to be... Shinzuki fucking oh, Nagamura. All right. Because, you know, the legend that yeah. he is. Uh, who else? Who else? Um, <laughs> who could it be? Who um, could it be? Oh, of course, it'd be Randy Orton. Yeah. And Dean Ambrose. So, Nakamura, Randy Orton, Dean Ambrose. Going against, you can guess my three. Go on. Would be Bobby Roode. Yes. <laughs> Drew McIntyre. Yes. Are these currently wrestling now, or is this someone who's recently retired? By he got retired by Roman Reigns. Yeah, it is. The Undertaker. Yeah. So Undertaker, Bobby Roode, and McIntyre versus Nakamura and, and Ambrose. First off, here's my money. I want to watch that match. Second off, 
My team's going to win that. No, 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 right? <laughs> you can't say your team's going to lose because they're bigger assholes. My team's got to win that. All right, all right. Just because it's got random. Oh, right. okay. So you win, win the Hillside another game then. So you win that one. All right. <laughs> okay. So we did promise everybody competition. You remember that? All the way at the start, an hour ago. Uh, an hour and 14 minutes. This is flown along now. We're going to do a final wrap-up. So I know I wanted 90 minutes, but hey, um, all the best things come to an end. Uh, so, competition time. So the question for everybody listening at home. I've got it in front of me. <laughs> to win a WNR t-shirt. Signed or not signed by us two. It's yeah. your choice. Oh, yeah. Let us know. Yeah, yeah. You can well, choose whether you want it signed or not. Yeah, if you want it signed or not, we, we don't offer the frame. Might want to frame it when you get it. Um, <clears throat> to win a WNR t-shirt, the question is, who did we... Who? 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 Who did we start watching when he debuted... In 2015. Now the clue is in the question, Dan. You would agree? I would agree, yes. All right, so we repeat the question one last time. Did we start watching when he debuted in 2015? Now send us the answer to the wnrpodcast.gmail.com. We will pick one at random and announce a winner on our NXT TakeOver Chicago show. So anybody listening out, we're going to do a live... I can announce it now, actually, because we've got so much ahead. When it comes to it, it will be May... Well, it's only now a couple of weeks away. May 20th, Dan. Market your calendar. Let's see TakeOver Chicago. We'll be doing a live half-hour kickoff before the main show because that's when we're at our most pumped, and that's when we're going to do it next. And we will announce the winner and who will take home the WNR T-shirt. Send us... Please send it to the WNR podcast at gmail.com. You can do it on Twitter or on Facebook and stuff like this, but with the email one, we're going to pick one at random from there and do it. So you've got a better chance, you know. I don't care how many times you want to enter, if you want to. And if the interest is that great, on the WNR t-shirts as well, WNR podcast t-shirts, let us know. And we have now got a supplier, so we can order some in if people were interested in getting them. Uh, of course, you will see us. At the um, Raw and Smackdown coming up as well. We're not going to feature it. We're not guest commentary on that. Basically, we are. We're going to be uh, second row on Raw. So you'll see the WNR podcast sign. And me, with long, long, long beard and long hair. Or either or, beard and hair. With the WNR podcast on. Uh, you'll, you'll see me there as well. And of course, I'll be joined as always by... Damn right. <laughs> but yeah, that is it for the WNR 100. I think we should leave it at that. Uh, because we don't think we talked about, you know, we talked about competition, we had to look back. Dan, what have you thought of the last, what have you thought of the WNR podcast? Um, you know, again, going into it, I didn't have high hopes of how far it would go, how long it would go on for, and, you know, but as the podcast has gone on, we've evolved, we've, I think, you know, we've changed quite a bit from the first 10 or 20 episodes and yeah. you know we've got stronger we've kind of found our feet and i think we're doing more things along the lines of you know calling the matches and sharing our own thoughts and how we feel about yeah uh, it's definitely i mean it's not to sound gay or anything, it's definitely a partnership what we do because because the problem is when, when we first started doing it as well is i, I took myself ever so seriously 
and it was me doing a produ- all the work, you know, and it was like, this is what I'm going to do. You guys come along, I'll get your opinions. Uh, and what I find it now, and it's going to seem weird to say, but when we do pay-per-views, when you do the matches, it's not just me uh, calling the action and then Dan being the Jerry King lawyer commentator. It's us, if you actually listen back to it as well. We're working so well together, we're actually calling the moves and working as a team calling it where I, I dare you to anybody else who does commentary around there to be able to do that and work together in that way it's pretty darn impressive if you don't mind me saying and uh, having to part with someone like yourself James you're not the easiest person to work with <laughs> well thank you very much on our anniversary on our birthday but no Dan I was gonna say it's been a it, it's been different because like I say I, I was ever so serious I took myself too seriously with the podcast wasn't sure what to expect I wasn't expecting overnight success, of course. You know, I thank everybody for, who has listened to it now. Uh, but it has been down to you as well, because I think if you had turned round after the first few, or, you know, once Jared went and said, oh, fuck it, I can't really be bothered now, that might have been the end. Because all went and good me talking shit for an hour and a half, but I do need someone along the way to even validate me, do you know what I mean? And be able to say, okay, that's, that's what we're talking about. Uh, and I think it has, it does work well especially with the two as well. I think you've taken it a little bit more seriously. And like I say, I've been a little bit more, more jokey about it. And human now shines through more than anything else. Now, we do respect the wrestling. And that's where it comes from. But I think the comedic side and the humor side from it, you know, uh, definitely does shine forward. It's like the WrestleMania 3 one that we did recently, you know, with the uh, everything involved in that, you know. The little people and stuff, it really made me laugh. Even listening back to because like I say, I do, not to toot my own horn, but I do edit and, you know, uh, listen to all the podcasts as I go back onto it and put it up there and everything like this. It's good to be, to have someone by your side for it and also to have everybody here listening as well, uh, whether it be, like we say, across all the platforms. And, and it's thanks to you, it, it makes it worthwhile, you know, because, Dan, what were you saying earlier when I said if we do sell the T-shirts, We'll get the 90-10 split. What, what did you say to me? Um, well, I'm not in it for the money. I'm just in it for the fame. <laughs> no, you didn't, you didn't say uh, that. You know, I, you know it is, it's just a pleasure to be able to share my thoughts to the people that listen and the increasing numbers show that more people care what I have to say. So, you know, it's just getting our opinions out there and whether you agree or disagree, it's good to hear. Yeah that, you know, you're enjoying what you hear. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, especially with uh, the way everybody, it seems, has a podcast nowadays. And, and this is a great thing. It was just one day. Uh, I, I think it all started for me. One day I was watching Wrestle Talk and listening to Wrestle Talk TV. Fucking hell, I know more about these guys. I know you shouldn't say it, but I was thinking to myself, fucking hell, you know, they, they got that fact wrong about that or they didn't know that in there. And I thought I could do a better one. But who's with me? You know, like I say, uh, there's very few people uh, who would have stuck by me or be by my side and has continued through for two years now, every week, without fail. Do you know what I mean? It's It's been like, oh, all right, Dan, we're doing a podcast. All right, fine, let's do it. No matter what it is as well, you know, because I know sometimes with my choices, it can be a bit um, artsy-fart, I think would be the right word. Do you know what I mean? Where sometimes people might want to see more traditional wrestling. Simplicity. I might, yeah, I like to think, no, let's go back and watch something from... Shit wrestling from the 80s. Because, 1976. Yeah, exactly. We might learn something. But this is what the podcast is about. It's about having a laugh, about people learning and everything like this. Uh, and it's been enjoyable for me. It It's worthwhile, you know, to, to know that we've done 100 now. And I could quite happily say to you, right, 
we are not doing anymore and leave it like that and say, okay, anybody wants to match our um, 100, go ahead and match it. But what we're going to do our next 100 when we get there is we're going to match what we've had and we're going to have so much more as well. If you can feel it, you can feel it growing as I speak. You can, um, you can, you can feel the buzz around certain things and about uh, what we say. And and it's just it's thanks to um, it's just it's just a love, isn't it? It's nothing else to say. You, you can thank people listening, thank the people downloading, you can thank the people we work with as well. You know, and you can thank yourself. And, and trust me, later tonight I will have a good thanking. Uh, but we'll get to the end now. <laughs> what? Yeah, to- you had to just take it to that level, didn't you? I always take it to that level. That's what she said. Uh, so any of my friends and family listening, thank you for uh, giving me a chance. I hope I haven't rambled on too much. Uh, and don't forget, you know, hashtag WR1. This is the start of it, you know. The WR1 on the radio. We'll do more live tracks. We'll keep those throughout all the And places like Twitter where you can find us at WW Net Review or Dan at Vince McDan WWE. I'm at J underscore Rhodes as well. We're on Facebook, Dan. Facebook, you can come and find our page and give us a like with a WWE Network Review or you can come and find me and add me as a friend. I am Vince McDan. Across all the Google platforms, Google Plus, the WWE Net Review, send us an email at podcast at gmail.com and don't forget to send us your emails for the competition. The competition. I'll go for it one last time because that's how important it is, actually. The competition. To win a WNR t-shirt, we will post a picture on Twitter of the new t-shirts uh, and you'll even see us wearing them as well. Uh, and you have a chance to win one of these. Not the ones we're wearing, unless you do want to, and then email us in anyway. And we might do a worn t-shirt. I don't know if that's your thing. We'll send you down socks as well if you want. I mean... No. No, no, you hope so. You know, whatever you want to wear. Um, but yeah, the competition one last time. Twitter so in our t-shirt. Who did we start watching when we debuted in 2015? Clues in the question, everybody. Uh, but yeah, send us an email there, the Dubinar Podcast at gmail.com. So to listen to us, we're so many ways now. Course on YouTube, we put video clips up there and audio as well. We're on. SoundCloud on your phone. We're on Spreaker. I can hardly say it. That load I was going to get going to get used to it. Spreaker Radio, the WNR podcast, and of course Stitcher Radio as well. We're on there and everywhere else. Podknife has just added us to their services. So if you want to give them a review, and of course iTunes, you can rate, review, download, and subscribe. But that is it, Dan. Dan, has it been the greatest podcast of all time? It certainly has, yes. You know, and also being live just makes it that much more special. Yes. Yeah, so anything else you want to end on, Dan? Chris Benoit's innocent. <laughs> oh no, we did a live one. So anyway, thanks for listening, everybody. I have been James Rowlands. Thanks to listen to the last hundred episodes, and let's hope we have a hundred more. I have been James Rowlands, and as always, always joined by. Thanks and bye. Bye.